You're listening to Sascapes, a podcast featuring the stories of arts, culture, and heritage in Saskatchewan. turns out that Russia may have the oldest one of these in existence in the form of a linen carpet, but I know for a fact that my group of nine guests in this episode are not the oldest in existence, and I'm quite certain that as they listen to this introduction, they'll be laughing as much as we all did when we met. I'm Kevin Power, and this group of ladies has a very special bond that goes beyond the intricacies of the quilted stitch. These women have a friendship that is as tightly woven together as are the fibers in fabric, and they are a ton of fun. With a name they've given themselves, how could they be anything else but fun? Sascape listeners, I present the quilting bags of Meadow Lake. I'm in Meadow Lake. I have been waiting to meet this motley crew for quite some time. How could I turn down the opportunity to meet a group of women who are actually willing to call themselves the quilting bags? I mean, you don't look like a group of bags to me, but it just, it's a, it's a testament to your humor that you're willing to, uh, to be called, called that. So we are an impressive group and we're going to start by going around the table and I'm going to get to know you a little bit. So. First we have Penny Lance. Penny, were you born in Saskatchewan? Yes. Where? Loon Lake, Saskatchewan. Right. Um, And how long have you lived in Meadow Lake? About 28 years. Hmm. So you've raised your family here? Yes. I understand you work full-time at the Pioneer Lodge. Yes, I do. Tell me about the Pioneer Lodge. It is a long-term care. How long have you worked there? 13 years. So you're looking after our senior population. Yes, I am. Very important work that you're doing. Mm -hmm. And how long have you been a member of the quilting group? Oh, I think... Since the beginning? Yes. And I understand that you're quite a prolific quilter. Some days. Not always. <laughs> yeah. Right. But you, is this your bag down here? No. Okay. All right. Penny, we'll, uh, we'll hear more from you later. Just going to do brief introductions. Next to Penny, we have... Donna. Donna. And are you from Saskatchewan? Yep. From where? Here. Oh, you've lived here all your life. Yep. Born and raised here. Right. Um, I understand that apart from quilting, you also love to go dancing. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I believe that your husband is your dancing partner. Mm-hmm. How's he take to that? Good. Good. I'm told that your husband is the brunt of a few of your jokes. <laughs> More than a few. No, we won't go there. <laughs> I'll take that as a yes. Um, how long have you been a member of this quilting group? Since it started. Since this started, wow. Please, fill me in, enlighten me. Uh, what in the world is a long-arm quilting machine? <laughs> Does that mean you have particularly long arms? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, you have a 10-foot frame with a sewing machine on the top that moves back and forth. Now, is this considered technologically advanced or is this oh it is and how did you acquire this well my mom passed away and she was an avid sewer and Mm -hmm. when i inherited the money she that's what i bought wow so you're serious you're hardcore yes (laughs) if you have that kind of machine does that mean you you you're able to produce 
quilts faster with this? Uh, Yeah, it's faster and a little cheaper. Faster and a little cheaper. And easier for you, less... Right. And that's the name of the game. Right. So you can just churn those suckers out. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. (laughs) Great. We'll hear more from you later, Donna. Next to Donna, we have... Lorley Carey. Lorley. And are you from Saskatchewan? I sure am. Ooh, and you're proud to say that, aren't you? Where are you from? Uh, Well, I've lived here for 44 years, but I was born in Yorkton. Ah, good old Yorkton. Mm -hmm. Um, And I understand that you moonlight as a nurse, but (laughs) but you're real life as a quilter, or is it the other way around? Actually, I'm not a nurse. I'm an x-ray technician. So you spend a lot of your day in the dark. Not anymore. We don't go in the dark anymore. (laughs) <laughs> you've, co- you've come out of the... Da- you've been enlightened. We're enlightened, yeah, that's right. Right. And how long have you been uh, a member of the quilting group? Since the beginning. Inaugural member as well. Wow, an inaugural member. Boy, you people are hardcore. You're devoted. <laughs> and next we have... I'm Kathleen. Kathleen, hi. Are you from Saskatchewan? No. Uh-oh. Okay. I'm you are the weakest link. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all that they're not. (laughs) You're all, oh, great. Okay, so where are you from? I grew up in southern Ontario, in Toronto, Uh and I have made my way here through northern Ontario, British Columbia, and the east side of Saskatchewan. So how long have you been here? Eight years. Where were you in the east side of Saskatchewan? Hudson Bay. Ah, right. I've been. Uh Yes. Um, And so how long did it take for you to move to become a member of the quilting group once you got here. Tonight's my first night. Tonight's your first night. I'm the I'm the quilting virgin. <laughs> well, not quite. I mean, I've been deflocked, but I, You've it's been, been many years since I've quilted. So Mary yeah. and I know each other from the knitting group. So Mary encouraged me to come, and um, uh, this is a project I started years ago, and it would be just fabulous to get some guidance on how to pick it up and. Keep going. So you are a born-again born quilting, quilting virgin. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. Well, they say you can't lose it twice, but I disagree. <laughs> oh, <that's right>. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky me. Here's hoping I leave you with an afterglow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and next we have... Pat Bullwheel. Pat. So you know the first question I'm going to ask you. Where are you from? I was born in Humboldt. Ah, good old Humboldt. I'm going to be taking my series there, too, uh, very shortly. German Catholics. Right. Right. Um, How long have you been a member of the quilting group? Um, Probably five years. I wasn't an an, an inaugural member. I was a (laughs) hanger-on leader. I'm told that you have had quite an interesting career during your life as a wildlife biologist. Is this true? Yes, I was a wildlife biologist until I married a wildlife biologist, uh-huh. and then there's only a job for one. So then I became a housewife. That so quite a few years ago. Right. So your, your wildlife biology was focused in Saskatchewan? Yes. Mm-hmm. Terrestrial wildlife habitat inventory. That sounds very important. So that if means counting... Twit, if you put it <laughs> Ah, it's nice to meet. It's nice to meet another twit. Um, so, does that mean you're taking inventory on a particular um, subsection of the wildlife in Saskatchewan? No, I was uh, inventorying the crown-owned land and oh. evaluating it for its ha- um, uh, critical habitat on it. The critical habitat being habitat that is in danger of being. Well, it's uh, habitat essential to the population of moose or mule deer mm-hmm. or elk or white-tailed deer, whichever I'm surveying. Is there something unique um, that we have in the world of wildlife in Saskatchewan that's that's um, hard to find elsewhere? We have a very high moose population. And did you seek out to find a mate who also was in your field of study, or was that just a fluke? That was just fluke. <laughs> Lucky fluke. <laughs> Lucky fluke. And how long have you been a member of the quilting group? About five years. About five years. Excellent. Next, we have the person at the helm of this organization. If for no other reason, then she holds the keys to the church where we're meeting. <laughs> so without her, we would not be standing here. This is Sandra. Sandra, yes. are you from Saskatchewan? I am. Where? Around Saskatoon. Oh, and when did you come to Meadow Lake? 
Oh my goodness, uh, 36 years ago. Hey, it's Kevin. I hope you're enjoying the episode so far. Just a quick reminder that the Sascapes podcast is available for free on your favorite podcast app, or you can stream it from your browser. Check out the show notes for the link. On the Sascapes homepage, you'll notice something new under the logo called Sascapes Plus. You can't miss it. There's a big button saying support with a heart icon next to it. I'd love it if you could click on that button and help keep this podcast series going. When Sascapes launched in May 2014, it was the first podcast in the province celebrating arts, culture, and heritage. In fact, you'd have been pretty hard-pressed to find any Saskatchewan podcast. So I'd like to think that we paved the way. It's been because of your support that this podcast is now in its ninth year. Okay, that's it. Enjoy the rest of the episode. Right, and had you been quilting the whole time you've been here? No, no. No, when did you take up quilting? Well, I saw this sign in the window of Martyrdam's sewing store, it was at the time, mm -hmm. about taking a quilting class, which I did, and Mary was there, and I made my very first quilt there, and I absolutely hated it. <laughs> <laughs> You hated the process or you hated the result? Um, both. <laughs> wow. Then the question begs, why are you here still? <laughs> are, you, are you a sadist? Uh, no. Well, something um, kept you. It did. Uh, I don't know what I was expecting, and mm. I didn't understand how the colors worked together, so somebody else chose my colors and... Even my husband knew that that wasn't something I would have picked up. <laughs> and um, I guess I just always thought of my grandmothers and their quilting, and that wasn't what I remembered. Mm. But I met some very nice people through it, and I think Mary actually sent out a, an invitation for all of us who had taken a class or something. I forget how it was worded, and we all got together and had a... Um, a supper meeting, and the rest is history. Wow, so it's mm -hmm. kind of a sick addiction you have now to conquering <laughs> conquering uh, those early years. <laughs> <laughs> is there quilting rehab? <laughs> no, this is a support group. <laughs> right, right. Let go, let it go. Give in. Thanks, Andrew. Here more. Oh, wait a minute. I forgot to ask you something. So now this is interesting because for someone who has such a, um, a love-hate relationship in the early days with quilting, I understand that you walking through your house is like a tour through an art gallery. Is this because of all of the quilts that are there? Yes. So yes. let me get this straight. You took a quilting class. You took a quilting class, you absolutely hated it, mm -hmm. and now your house is like a gallery because of all the work you've done. Pretty much, yep. You're quite a curious bird. <laughs> Or shall I say, you're quite the bag. <laughs> I've been dying to do this podcast if for no other reason than to say that, because I can almost promise you there'll be no other time in which I can say you're quite the bag to one of my guests. <laughs> And next we have... Evie, Evie Dinokovic. Evie, nice to meet you. And you know the question I'm going to ask yes, you first? Yes, I've lived here for 63 years. I came when I was 10. So I've wow. lived here forever. Wow. And um, you're a retired school teacher, I understand. I am, I am. I taught for 33 years, sub for 16 or 17, and last year was my first year not subbing. No kidding. <laughs> Wow. You've probably seen the school system change quite a bit. Yes, yeah. For wonderful. the better? It's a wonderful place. Oh, yeah, right. I think it's for the better. And you have tremendous hope in our younger generation. Amazing kids. Just, I love the high school. I subbed there. Never taught there. Loved the high school. Yeah. That's great. Yes, I understand yes. you married a farmer. I did. I did. 51 years ago next week. <laughs> wow. Happy early anniversary. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Uh, and did you love farming life? Yes, lived, lived in town. My dad was the principal of the high school, but never uh, 
never was on a farm, but always wanted to be a farmer. And I bought a tractor last spring. I feel just like a farmer. <laughs> you wouldn't believe it. It's just beautiful. Really? Well, they're probably a lot more fun to drive when you don't have to worry about actually farming, right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I understand also that you hosted a trunk show last year. Oh, yeah, it's forgotten that. Oh, tell me about that. Oh, I didn't realize I had so many. My daughter's not here, and she said she'd come. She's the one that got me into quilting. But what about the trunk show? What was that? Yeah, she said to me, you have so many quilts. Mom, why don't you get them out? Mm-hmm. I, I, anyway, I did, and the girls came, and they enjoyed them. <laughs> How many did you have on display? How many would there have been, Mary? 30? Probably. Probably. Yeah, some little ones and some lots big. And, and what did you, did you hang them in the trunks of cars? What's a trunk show? <laughs> it's just when you pull, pull them out, out of the trunk. The, that's right. That's I really right. knew that. I was, just, I was just playing I stupid. Know. Right. right. <laughs> well, I, I do try. How long have you been a member of the, Well, you were probably one of the inaugural no. members. No. No, I saw their ad in the paper and I thought I should go to that. But oh. I'm so damn busy anyway. Oops. Bleep, bleep. No, you can, that, that one we allow. Oh, that, okay, that, yeah. yeah. Well, I am so damn busy then that I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, oh. I love being a member of the club, but I don't come all that much, and I don't quilt all that much, but there you go. Um, good. Please tell me about the, uh, the land that you've donated to the nursing home. Oh, right, right. Well, about two and a half years ago, I came home, and I heard they were going to put it on the reserve. I said to Jake, you know, that seems like a long ways away. Why don't, why don't we give some land? Yeah, he said, good idea. He said, there's two pieces I'm willing to give. So we phoned. I went actually to the hospital the next day, and it was the next day they were at our house and asked us where. So I got in the car with them and showed them the two pieces. And, uh, yep, they took the one right across from the cemetery. It's 10 acres. Uh, the other piece was 10.2 acres that we were willing to give. And... Uh, but we still haven't signed the papers. <laughs> oh, so they haven't built on it yet? No, no, no. Yes. There's fundraising? To still, that's a generous gift. Oh, it's going to be a nice place to have it, though. To a very important segment of our population. Yeah, I go to the lodge quite a lot. I have a couple of friends there that uh, mm-hmm. they do a good job there at the lodge. They really do. Thank yeah, you. no, it's true. They do. But uh, it'll, the new one will be good. Excellent. Now I'm going to jog around to the other side of the table. Would you like to say something? Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> Did you want to think about that? No. All right. So next we have... Finette. Laird. And are you from Saskatchewan? Yes. I was born in Wilkie and moved here when we were four. I grew up here and then I left and met my husband and we were gone for about 10 years or so and then we moved back here. Mm-hmm. And, and the... Mm-hmm. Remark I want to make yeah. is I'm not a bag. <laughs> <laughs> I was happy to be an old bag. <laughs> are you? But are you a creative soul by nature? Yeah, kinda. Yes. Mm-hmm. Did you grow up on a farm? No, we grew up in t- town here in Meadow Lake. Mm-hmm. And did you raise your family here? Did you have a? Yes. Did you have some bizarre career like a trapeze artist? No. <laughs> we sold skidoos and Hondas, recreational vehicles. All right, so you can hook Evie up with the next altering vehicle. <laughs> well, we sold it now, so. <laughs> oh, right, right, and so you just pop by because you hang out here, you saw that it was No, this is the first time I've been here. Evie said, come, that uh, some gentleman's going to come and. It's going to be interesting, I said. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be interesting, so here I am to listen to what these other women have to say. And This gentleman hasn't showed up yet. <laughs> <laughs> We're still waiting. Well, I'm glad you came along. Maybe you'll catch the quilting bug while you're here, and another five years from now when I come back, you'll be sitting here feverishly making your 50th quilt. (laughs) And then next we have, draped with a huge quilt over her, for show and tell. Uh, Yeah, Uh, Doris Crossman. Doris, and where do you hail from originally? Uh, I was born and raised in Uranium City, and then I moved to Meadow Lake in 1990. Right. And how long have you been quilting here with the group? Uh, since the beginning. Right oh. the start. Had you quilted before that, though? I did, actually. I took a, when I first moved to Meadow Lake, I took a quilting class from Evie and her daughter, Catherine, and I was hooked. 
And I've been doing it ever since. And Catherine says you've been her mentor ever since. She says, <laughs> can't thank you enough for how much you've helped her. Well, it, uh, I've always admired quilts. And um, I, my first husband's uh, grandmother was an uh, amazing quilter. And when I saw her quilts, I thought to myself, I have to do that. Yeah. I just have to. Mm. And uh, so when the class came up here in Metal Lake, I thought, that's for me. So, and I've been quilting ever since. This one you're working on is massive. It's beautiful. It's a queen size, yeah. Wow. And each one of these squares is individual. Oh, uh, they are. Right. Um, but it's not, each piece is not sewn particularly like that. It's done, it's called a strip piece method. Okay. And so it's actually a lot easier than it looks. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're supposed to make it sound like it's hard. Well, I mean, it, it, there are hard parts. Wipe the sweat from your brow. Oh, yes. It's um, I gather <laughs> your, your cabin is a refuge for most of your quotes. Oh, I've got quite a few there, yes. They, they make their way there as well. So. Give them all the way too. I, have, I, yeah. I have a little bit of inside information for you, which, which will help you in the future. There's at least one person in this room who, when you next go on vacation, would like to steal some quilts yes, from your cabin. I, and I know where to go if they go missing because she's threatened many times. <laughs> <laughs> and that would be a testament to just how beautiful your quilts are. Oh, thank you. <laughs> And next we have the person who I can hold personally responsible for making all of this happen, my first contact, the fabulous Mary McCann. Hey, Mary. Hi there. Marvelous Mary Mary McCann. So good to finally meet you. Um, You've already told me this, but I'll ask again. Where are you from? Here for the last 13 years. Mm Mm-hmm. But before that, you were raised out of province. Yes, um, around Clive, Alberta. Mm -hmm. was when I started off teaching school in um, Admiral, Saskatchewan. Mm -hmm. And I met my husband there, and we've been in Saskatchewan ever since. Hmm. And how long have you been a member of the quilting group? Since the beginning. Wow. Actually, when we moved here, uh, I I was working full-time, and so I was meeting uh, lots of people through work, and then I took the first uh, class uh, with Sandra, and we made a quilt there, and then we uh, got this group going, and it's been absolutely wonderful. Like The ladies around this table are beautiful and wonderful friends. So that's a good segue into what I wanted to mostly talk to you guys about. I know this from my mom. Um, The bond that you guys have as quilters um, is very significant and and very important because you are supporting each other not only as quilters, but also in life. Um, And you've probably lived through some pretty major ups and downs in your life. Does somebody want to tell me about what the group means to them and what it's given to you personally, apart from quilting, how, it, how, how important it is that you be here um, weekly for what the group gives you spiritually, personally, emotionally. For me, it's uh, some days, you know, you have a stressful day at work, and I always look forward to Mondays because I know I'm going to come here and I know I'm going to have a good laugh mm-hmm. because we, we don't take each other too seriously. We like to have you know, fun, and there's always somebody with a good joke or a good story, and and you come in here, and before you know it, the two hours have flown by, and you've forgotten all about that rough day that you had at work, and you go home, and you're nice and relaxed, and it's just fun. So it's a bit of escapism from the, from the day-to-day. It can be, yeah. Even more than that, this group has just been wonderful for my daughter. Catherine lost her husband a year ago in June, and uh, this group has just been her lifesaver because they phone her and talk to her and get her to go for coffee and it's just been a lifesaver for her yeah well i know that in my mom's quilting group there have been um recent losses of husbands as well and i i know that those women would if they were here would definitely say that they don't know what they would have done without the support of their quilters i mean we all have lots of friends but there's some special bond that you guys that you guys share um, is that true? Have you all, or for those of you who have been along to the group since the beginning, have there been other 
big life shifts, not necessarily sad ones, not necessarily the loss of a loved one, but some marriages, some good times, something that you've been able to support each other through, uh, that you could, if you look back, you could say, wow, I don't know how I would have gotten through that without my quilting gang. A couple that had... Uh, they had birthdays, mm-hmm. no husbands or family particularly to mm-hmm. celebrate with them. We had a ball out there, didn't we? <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> Bless Mary, she knows she's the. I'm almost willing to believe. What happened? What did you do, Mary, on that particular event? Absolutely nothing. But we we try to celebrate a birthday for people who don't have husbands because they don't have anyone to fuss over them the way the rest of us do, and it's uh, it's fun for us to fuss over them. But the other thing I would like to say is that every person around this table at some point, is coming here and doesn't talk about something that's ripping their heart out. But you come here, and you're, you're boosted. You're, uh, you forget about your pain, and you go home happy. If you're enjoying this episode of Sascapes, why not download the entire series for free from the iTunes Store? Simply search for Sascapes by Sass Culture. And while you're there, feel free to support Sascapes by giving us a star rating or writing a review. From time to time, I'll share some of the comments in upcoming episodes. And who knows, it could be your comment I read next. And now, back to the podcast. This is a real safe space for you guys, emotionally. So it's it's therapy. I mean, who needs a shrink, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's well worth the expense. <laughs> right, and you all get together and talk about politics and the problems of the world. Do you, yeah, you've solved a lot of issues. Really, tell me some of them. It, have you solved the problem with uh, with men running the country? Well, <laughs> that's solution obvious. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty obvious. One of my favorite lines from a movie that I saw years ago, one of the characters said, the world would be a much better place if it were run by postmenopausal women. <laughs> That's absolutely true. Salt <laughs> <laughs> we are. Well, here we are. We've got, we've got the beginnings of a United Nations. Um, how do you feel as being the newbie losing her virginity for the second time tonight? How do you, how do you feel about... Uh, about joining this motley crew and having that kind of support is that one of the draws that that brings you here um it's one i'll really enjoy Mm -hmm. i mean i'm one of the people that has no family i'd love support i don't have much of that so your family are all gone or you they're just not living here they're pretty well all gone wow yeah this is a lifeline for you this will become your family I guess that's what you guys are. They they say you can't pick your family, but in a way you do when you when you join this kind of support system. Anybody else have any kind of thoughts on what this group has given you? Anyone have kids that got married that during the time you've been yeah. together? I complain the whole thing. <laughs> the whole thing about making all the wedding dresses—not the dre- wedding dresses, but bridesmaid dresses. You're not going to tell me you quilted the dresses? No, I sewed the dresses and the capes, and I complained bitterly, and I had much support along the way. Much support in complaining. Yeah, well, they just—they just let me vent. It yeah. helps. It really helps. Tell me about your. Son just got married. Your eldest son. No, no, Catherine's, Catherine's, oh, Catherine's son. She's son. Not here. Right. And who was it? Was it your idea, Donna? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, to uh, each of us or those of us that wanted to uh, just do a, a square and make a little quilt because we knew that was going to be a hard day for Catherine mm-hmm. because her husband wasn't here to celebrate that with them. Mm-hmm. And so we did. We... Uh, a lot of us just chose bits and pieces out of our stash and threw it all together, and it turned out to be quite a marvelous-looking quilt. Hmm. And that we uh, gave to them. Yeah, it was a lovely, lovely yeah. present. They were really happy. So 
it's nice to do something like that. I think, and a lot of us uh, donate mm -hmm. quilts to various people, causes, safe you know, shelter. what shelter, McDonald House, um, right. whatever. Yeah. Is it hard to let go of a quilt, whether you're you're giving away as a gift? To, it's sort of like leaving, letting go of an appendage after spending so much time hanging over it with such material. And sometimes it's a relief, a and you feel like you can go buy some more material. Really? <laughs> You've been justified. Yeah, talk to me about the obsession you guys have with material. Um, all material is sacred, is that true? Even if it's just a little tiny piece that you might be able to get one little square out of? Well, you might need it than others. Yes. <laughs> and that's the nice thing about the group. They can all give you new patterns or new ideas or advise you on colors. Or right. It's not you just striking off on your own. Yeah, Cut. who are some of the taskmasters here who uh, hang over work? <laughs> yeah, hang over work and go, mm, I think you can do better. Yeah, everywhere. who are the quilt police? <laughs> you have to hide. Fussy. I think we're more encouraging than anything. Yeah. Are you? Catherine is the most it's, particular, it's, I think. Catherine's Catherine particular. Jazz. Yeah. Jazz. Yes. yes, they are the most particular. They're never. But critical. I wouldn't call them police, though. No, no. they're encouraging and fabulous. Yeah, Catherine yeah. She loves yeah. everything everybody yeah. does. But yes. she sees every mistake. She does. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> Yeah, you guys are, you really, I, uh, to the untrained eye, me, uh, it would be impossible for me to find a mistake. Um, yet you guys can see them right away, huh? Are there quilts that when you've been, when they're done, you look at and think, uh, yes. I'm not, yes? <laughs> that one's a donor. Usually you know when you're doing it, that's not what you wanted, but right. you just finish. Yeah. I always finish. That's one thing that lots of other girls have six or seven on the go at once, not me. I finish one and then I start another one. Right. And the duds become consolation prizes at they're, the local they, talent show. <laughs> they're underneath the bedspread. <laughs> Mattress pads. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. How long I know that it varies, but who has who has churned out a, a quilt in who has done your personal best? You've you've done one faster than then well, it you just thought, depends because it depends how intricate it is. Right. So if it's not that intricate, you can if the blocks are bigger and the pieces aren't as fussy, you can go pretty quick. Like those strip quilts, make the same block over and over again, so you can do it in strips mm -hmm. and then cut them apart, and it so it goes way faster. You know, as opposed to the old-fashioned days before rotary cutters and. Mm -hmm where you had to cut each piece out with scissors and you had templates and right. hand-pieced and, I mean, heck, we've come, you know, with the new machines, electronic machines and mm -hmm. all this you know, fancy gadgets we have. We can whip out stuff pretty quick. Is there an online quilting community? Do any of you guys sort of... Oh, my God, it's huge. huge. <laughs> is it huge? Tell me about that. Is it is it across Canada or is it global? Global. And so who are you chatting with in these groups? We just look for patterns or... Um, Oh, you're allowed to share patterns? Well, like the pattern of the quilt, like the finished product, you kind of look at that, and then lots of people share their patterns. Lots do. Right. Some you have to pay for, but lots share them. Who are you, who are some of the people that are the furthest away from here that you're in contact with? Well, just in the States, I would say. Well, I think Janice has gotten some patterns from Australia. Many. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. What quilters like to do is go on... Is it called the hop shops, shop hops? Oh, yeah. The shop hops. What's that? You go from one quilt store to the other, <laughs> community to community. Oh. All the way to Edmonton and backwards, around the province to oh, little right. out-of-the-way shops or big ones. Are there collector's items in the world of, of quilting, like things that things that are really hard to find that are one-offs, or is that just really unique? Come down to scissors. <laughs> I know that my mother has a pair of scissors that I am forbidden to touch <laughs> and that they will never see a piece of paper in their life. They are Janice the quilting. I lost my scissors, remember? <laughs> wow. So scissors are a coveted tool. They are. Well, tell me you can't cut paper and then cut cloth. Right. Like, right. It just doesn't work. They have to be used for cloth only right. because they just get dull and they can't cut. So if you have a good pair of scissors, yeah, they're only for fabric. You don't use anything for anything else. For those of you who, um, whose husbands are still with you, um, 
Are they generally supportive, or have you had to sneak away in the cover of dark to this group? Very supportive. They are very supportive? Do they, do they have particular groups that they get together with that give them the same, I mean, guys? A support group for the husbands of wives that are quilters? I mean, are you the only quilting group in Meadow Lake? No, I belong to another one. It's called Prairie Pine. It's in Dorantosh. Is that allowed to belong to two? <laughs> I haven't been kicked out of either yet. <laughs> it's, they're both lovely groups of, lady, of ladies, and you learn so much from everyone you meet. So the so, more the merrier. So you're going out two nights a week to these things? Well, uh, the Dorantosh one's a full day every Thursday. A whole day? Mm-hmm. Potluck lunch. I'm looking around the room and you all wear glasses. <laughs> <laughs> you wonder why. <laughs> right. Um, tell me about uh, living in Meadow Lake. You've all been here for a significant enough time. Um, what do you love about, uh, about small town like Meadow Lake versus living in the big city? The you feel safer? More people. You feel safer? And the people. Like yeah. The community support. Right. Is it a very supportive community here uh, generally? Do you do you all generally know each other? Is it small enough that you pretty much pretty get to much. know everybody? Yeah. Except me. This lady. <laughs> you had you guys you had never met. No, I only know one, two, three people here. Catherine as well. Yeah. Wow. I don't work in your typical area either. So I work with mostly guys. <laughs> They're not good quilters. <laughs> What's the work that you do with guys? Well, I used to work with Pat's husband. He's a biologist, and I'm a forester. Oh, you're a forester. Yeah, so I work with conservation officers. and. Were you at, I had the opportunity to go to the gala with Margaret Atwood speaking in Regina for the, uh, for the wetlands conservation project wow. that she's on with her husband. Yeah, it was... Um, that would have been was, quite interesting. Yeah, it was quite something. And are we in... Are we, in fairly good shape as far as the the, yeah. the forestry in this province yeah. is concerned. Yeah, a lot of checks and balances in place, mm -hmm. and a lot of monitoring to make sure that what what was determined to be sustainable, it's measured and checked to ensure that it is sustainable. And if it needs to get modified along the way, we do that. Yeah. So it just doesn't let me get into the opportunity to meet as many women, and that's why it's nice for me to get out to groups like this because. That's where I do get to meet women. It's a male-dominated field that you're oh, in? Oh, totally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good for you for breaking those grounds. Oh, well, somebody has to. Right. <laughs> maybe maybe your, uh, your next quilt after you're finished picking up with the one that you had left off with years ago will, can, can be something around the theme of forestry. Actually, years ago, a friend of mine who was an award-winning quilter out in BC, and I had uh, asked her to... I had asked if I, she would commit, I could commission a quilt with her, and I had sent out... Um, the design of what I wanted and there were some appliques and different things on it that represented parts of my life the the horses the trees from southern Ontario trees from here and hmm. and it had these pieces anyhow at that time she kind of got to the top of the list and then she stepped back from doing commission quilts <laughs> so, <laughs> apparently I have to do it <laughs> right that seems to be the cool yeah. thing about quilts is that that you can choose a theme um, yeah and if you're making one for somebody that it's that you choose something that's going to be significant to the person you're making mm -hmm. it for which is which so it's a blank canvas and it's for you to you to decide we've had somebody just come in <laughs> oh you didn't think you were going to get away with not saying anything did you no no who are you my name's Catherine sir oh you're you're Eve's daughter yeah it's not a coincidence. Um, you're the only daughter, mother-daughter team here. Mm -hmm. But these girls are like sisters to me, so. Right. Um, we'll, we'll get into that in a second. Um, are you originally from Saskatchewan? Of course yep. you are. Born and raised here. I just live two miles away from where my mom and dad live. I, I don't want to dwell on this too much, but um, I, was, I was sharing with the ladies uh, that my mom is a quilter. And she belongs to a quilting group in Saskatoon. And I know uh, most recently that one of her quilters actually just weeks ago lost her husband. 
and I know that that's something that uh, you have gone through. And this group has been an extremely important part of of that healing process for you, yeah? The quilting girls have been just awesome to me. Mm-hmm. I've, I have had a hard time with it, but they were with me the whole time my husband was sick, and then after they died, they were here for me and just to hold my hand and give me a hug. And I'm not the only one in our little club that mm. has lost a husband. Um, seven years ago, my husband had West Nile really bad, and, mm. and one of the other ladies had already lost her husband just a little bit before. And, and I said I was so thankful I didn't join their little club that mm. starts with a W. And uh, then seven years later, right. I did. right. But there's three of us that are way too young to have lost their husbands. Yeah. You are so fortunate, as you know, to have these ladies here. Yeah. And you guys are incredibly special people to be able to give that support um, because not everybody cares enough to be able to do that. And, yeah. I, you know, I think that's... They're really awesome girls. <laughs> Why did they get called the quilting bags? They're so You know, awesome. that was before I came along. I go to this church, and every week in the bulletin it would say, you know, Monday nights the quilting bags would meet. And I always thought, gee, that's a really neat name. But it was quite a few years before I was... My mom kept quilting all this time that I wasn't quilting. And, and I uh, was shopping for stuff for her one Christmas, and... I had just met Mary a little bit before that, and I knew we were destined to be really good friends. Mary's uh, that kind of Mary's person, that eh? kind of yeah, girl. She know. sucked me in, and so then I we we, <laughs> we met at a quilt shop, like a traveling quilt shop, and then uh, a few weeks later, I was looking for stuff for my mom online so I could do her a basket, you know, with quilting supplies. And all it took was one little fat quarter pack by Debbie Mum, and I was addicted again. <laughs> That's all it took. And what's the scissor obsession about? Oh, and I have a scissor obsession too. I they're pretty, like I. Mm. And I was saying. I guess I forgot. I don't even have one. They're so precious, you didn't even. Oh no, I've got quite a few. Because. Uh, And and these scissors don't touch anything else, do they? No. You don't cut anything but fabric. um, There they are. Now these little ones are Holy only. Holy mackerel! These are tiny. They're cute. These were only a dollar ninety nine, but I have some that you could add a couple zeros on that. Just to Is that right? not quite that they bad. They come that expensive. You're pretty expensive little scissors. I kind of like them. Are you eBay? The... eBay. eBay Ginger Designer. That's okay. what you just type in. Really? Yeah. And they're they're pretty and they've got lots of colors and so. <laughs> You're the person that is. You're the person that has uh, uh, a meticulous eye for detail, huh? Yes. It, no. Yeah. She's the one that picks out all the mistakes. You do. No, no, no. no. She only sees the things. In yeah. the most, in the most constructive way. That's right. Everything's beautiful for Catherine. Everything's beautiful. <laughs> I try and be positive. Have yeah. you always been crafty? I think so. I think I. I always can remember sewing. Um, I didn't do very good in home ec, but <laughs> I can't see why. And art, I was never very good at art, but really, I think we're pretty talented artists in our group. Of course, this is yeah. art. This is art. Do any of you do anything other than quilting in the creative vein? Any of you musicians or singers? We crochet. You knit and crochet? Wow, yes. your, your hands are you very good. You know what busy. we do really well? Yes? Eat. Oh. It's no coincidence that you cracked open two boxes of huge (laughs) donuts. But we have potlucks on our daily quilting, when we have a whole day of quilting. Yes. And there's some pretty spectacular things show up there. Yeah, so everybody really is talented that way, I think. Or there's a lot of talent that way. Then why don't I see homemade baking goods in front of me? (laughs) Wasn't in the email. Oh, sorry. I forgot. I forgot to put my order in with the email, didn't I? Yeah. Who did name this group the Quilting Bags? Mary. (laughs) I love you guys. I ask you a question. You all point to the person responsible, and that person always shakes her head. No, 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 no. Ruth Wolf, right? 
And she, I mean, obviously she had a sense of humor. Oh, yes, I think so. But she doesn't quilt anymore. She's uh, not able to, and it's really, really sad. But she, I spoke to her the other day, and she said she still buys fabric, even though she doesn't sew. <laughs> And she's one of the original Kenmore owners. Right. Oh, okay. the, the, Ken, the Kenmore sewing machine? Yeah, yeah there's the, the Kenmore School versus the Janome School. So right. They fight. Do you, do you not all tune in feverishly when the shopping channel has the Janome on as their today's showstopper? Any, any shot. Dial in. Dial in now. Yeah, bought one of those ones. You did? Oh, yes. I have a Janome, too, and the Kenmore, so... I guess I'm in the middle. <laughs> right. And they run the gas. Sewing machines can be really expensive, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> some of them are like small investments, like a car. <laughs> that, was, that was Laura Lee, and it was her sister that egged her on to buy it. She said, just buy it. She says, you know you want it. You're going to eventually get it. So let's just get it now, she said. <laughs> so I did. So she did. <laughs> you went to visit the sewing said, machine? Let's go to the store. I want to visit my sewing machine. Right. <laughs> You shop like I do. You go back multiple yeah. times and visit it yeah. until you're brave enough to do it. That's exactly right. right. So you're not a compulsive shopper. No. You have to take time to I think about it. I need someone to talk me into it, usually. You are a bunch of hoarders when it comes yeah. to fabric, aren't you? Yeah. Some worse than others. Hoarders, the quilting edition. I can see it now. <laughs> I get the feeling this is what you do best is laugh like crazy. <laughs> Right. Oh, look, Catherine's already spotting an error. No, no, no. no. Give the lady no, a break. Wait. I mean, she's clearly not done the corner yet. Wait till she's done before you tell her she's screwed up. Donna never makes a mistake. Oh, no. I don't think so, do you? Oh, I have, yeah. Donna, don't you screw up. No, this is my long arm quilting. Oh, this is your long arm quilting. Hence your very long arms. Mm -hmm. do, do you covet that kind of a machine, Catherine? No, no, you don't want one. Because uh, you're a purist? Is that the deal? <laughs> I'm lazy. <laughs> you gotta work hard to do that. Oh, I thought they made it easier for you. The long arm quilting. They do this part of it. So if, you, just if you're somebody who does this by hand, oh. then it takes that away. Oh, but that's uh, that that stitching mm -hmm. is that's the, the quilting, quilting yeah, pattern, yeah, right? Yeah. So doing that by hand is harder than the long arm. Oh, yeah, yeah. takes a lot longer. She does. Sandra, Sandra, Sandra does, does it by hand. Well, wouldn't you hand. want? Wouldn't you want to have one of these long arm machines? Nope. No, I just I just hire somebody else to do it. You do? Do you yeah, farm? Yeah. Do you guys farm out work? You have you have people. Yes. You have employees. Yeah. We often and we often say, I "Wish we could hire a sewer." One of the other ladies, she always needs to hire a sewer, but she doesn't do it. But we always say we're, we're going to hire somebody. Do you strong arm your kids and say, listen, no allowance if you don't, if you don't stitch this up for me? <laughs> oh, your son did some hand quilting. Did he, he keep it he up? He enthused. <laughs> no, he did about five stitches and said, okay, I've done it. That's it. <laughs> are, there male, are there male quilters? Yes. Do they exist yes, out there? Absolutely. Are there any in Meadow Lake? Yes. The priest at the Catholic Church was a quilter? Um, do you think there'll come a time when there's, um, when there's an integrated co-ed quilting group? It would depend on the men. Well, you guys have to audition them. Yeah. Has there been a time when any of you kind of walked away? I know that you, I know that you have, but um, any, when you've walked away from it and said, I just, I have to give myself a break from that, or is that just... Some quilts just weren't meant to be. <laughs> like you picked the wrong colors, you picked the wrong pattern. It's just. But you you rip them apart and save the fabric, though I bet. No, I put them in a nice little box in the bottom of my cupboard, and someday it's supposed to get done. If I, I see. don't die first, <laughs> I'm kind of hoping that comes first. <laughs> <laughs> That's called the UFO. Yeah, a UFO. A what? A UFO. Hang on, let me get to the, t the side of the table. What is a UFO? Unfinished object. <laughs> right. And so you just stick it in the bottom of the drawer and pretend it's not there and wait that when it comes out again, Someday it looks different. <laughs> but what, some quilting fairy come along at night and reorder it to all of a sudden make it look good? <laughs> we keep hoping. What's that? We keep hoping. You keep hoping that it'll, that it'll look better? 
<laughs> As your eyesight starts to fade, some of these clips start to look better. <laughs> That's right. Are there seeing impaired people that are able to quilt, or mm-hmm. do you? Yes, mm-hmm. Marlene Miller. She she writes for the local paper, and mm-hmm. she had a Western store, and a, and she had a lot of fabric there, and she did lots of upholstery and lots of sewing, and she's legally blind. Wow. Yeah. How does she accomplish that? She's another amazing woman. Yeah, and they have a a large ranch, and she helps her husband, and and she she still does lots of sewing and stuff. I saw her at Cher's Quilt Shop the other day, and she was shopping up a storm. She had a girl that had brought her to help her with colors or whatever, and mm-hmm. yeah. You're probably the baby of the group, are you? Well, usually that's what I get called, but lucky we've had. A couple of times we've had a girl that was younger. Um, my friend Jennifer was sewing quilts for her her husband's family for Christmas one year. She was she did several of them. So she came. She's ten. She was ten years younger than me. Me, but now she's moved on to other hobbies. Mm-hmm. She's a big scrapbooker, and uh, and my friend Gaylene started. And she's a couple years younger than me. So now she's the baby. Is there anything else any of you would like to add um, about the how special this group is to you? Are you well, grateful that all of us, I think, well, for me personally, I think, have learned so much from each other. Mm-hmm. That not just you know personally, but um, techniques. techniques and just different um, ways of doing things. Or um, you know, when you see what somebody else is doing, you just um, I don't just kind of learn by osmosis. Even you know, it's just having the, this environment is so um, conducive to creativity, I think. And is it a friendship that you have with each other which is very, very different than the other friendships well, that you have outside? most of these ladies I would never have met other than here. That's what I was going to ask you. Did you know each other? But in Meadow Lake, you know their names, right. a lot of people, but right. I would not have known them like we know them now. Really? Because some of you don't have sisters. Not here, so... Right. We bounce ideas off each other, or we support each other, or we laugh at each other, <laughs> whatever. Your, your family. Very supportive group, yeah. very. You're a pretty fantastic uh, group of bags, <laughs> I have to say. You're as much fun as I thought that you would be. And I know that you're technically not back yet, um, are you? You know, usually don't get together before when next month would be when you'd start back. Well, we have gone together in yeah. the first or the last week of August, other years as well. I guess what I'm saying is, thanks for getting together, especially for me. Oh, I and think we were all looking forward we to it. Forward we, to it. Yeah. It's we always look forward to Monday nights or whenever we're getting together. So. Right. Well, I'm glad that this series could be a catalyst to get you guys together slightly early. Mm-hmm. And thanks to Mary for uh, mm-hmm. for. Uh, being the ringleader, helping me in that endeavor. You're pretty fantastic. Marvelous, Mary. They are. (laughs) Give yourselves a round of applause. (laughs) Thanks for listening. The Sascapes podcast is created by Kevin Power as part of the Culture Days Animata program, operated by Sass Culture. Funding to the cultural sector is provided through the Saskatchewan Lotteries Trust Fund for Sports, Culture, and Recreation. If you want to hear more of these podcasts or to see the great work being done by other SAS culture animateurs, please visit www.iheartculture.ca. Special thanks to Paved Arts in Saskatoon for their technical support. Music for Sascapes is provided by Saskatchewan-born singer-songwriter Jeffrey Straker. There is no end to the stories to be told. So, until next time...